Hey, thanks for listening to the Blended Podcast. I'm Megan. I have a 16-year-old daughter named Tana from my previous marriage who is with us full-time. And in 2018, I married my husband, Chris. His daughter, Lena, is nine from his previous marriage. And I'm Derek, and I have Zeke, who's 11, Kingston, who's nine from a previous marriage, and married Jesse in 2018, and she didn't have any kids, but now we have one on the way. So walk with us as we share our crazy blended lives. Hey, thanks for joining us for another Blended Podcast. That's right. And this is a different take than we've ever done. So we always talk about blended families and things that go on in blended families because Derek and I both, you know. Right. Are a part of blended we're families. Parents yeah, we're in parents. In a blended family. But what happens mm-hmm. when you're the kid in a blended family? And Derek and I have such a similar situation <laughs> when it comes to this. Both of us um, have lost our mothers. Yes. And now my mom has been gone, um, oh my goodness, this year will be 11 years. My in mom March. has just been gone a year. Right. So I remember what it's like. So, and now my dad is, is remarried right. and I have a stepmom. So I am an adult in the middle of a blended family. But let's rewind back to 11 years ago. When my mother, now keep in mind, my mom and dad were married. They were high school sweethearts. I never saw my parents argue. I'm not saying they didn't. They were just responsible and probably did it behind closed doors. I never knew about it. But they had this perfect fairy tale, wonderful marriage. My mother was sick for a little over a year, and then she passed away from pancreatic cancer. And... My mom passed away, and I had a a friend from church say to me, within weeks of my mom passing, her mother had also passed, and she said, I just wanted to tell you, don't be shocked if your dad moves on quickly. Well, I just thought, you do not know my my family situation. Now, her mom had passed, and her dad had moved on quickly, but I thought, that's your parents. That's your dad. (laughs) My dad would never, you know, and in my mind, I'm thinking they were high school sweet. My dad may never remarry, you know. (laughs) Like, like in my mind, a few weeks after my mother passed, like, that was where I was at. And fast forward, well, don't fast forward, but slow forward, uh, about two months after my mom passed away, my father began talking with a lady and and my instant reaction as soon as I found out about it was first of all hurt yeah I was so hurt because in my mind he was doing this to my mom right it wasn't that she passed away it was almost like you know she's here and maybe even a divorce or something like but you've done this to my you're like not cheating but like you're you're, hurting mom you're dishonoring my mother by moving on so quickly and it hurt me, and, like, for a long time, like, uh, you know, I just really struggled with that. And it was until finally I got over myself, and I'm just going to be honest. First of all, I've never been in that situation. Right. Like, that was my mom. Yeah. It wasn't my wife. It wasn't my husband. It wasn't my, you know what I mean? Like, right. they were married for 35 years. I have zero idea what it's like to be married for 35 years, go through a cancer diagnosis, and lose my best friend. I have no idea what that's like. You know what I mean? And finally, I realized that. And after a lot of prayer, um, I saw my dad for the human that he was and that, you know, my mom was sick for a long time and sick to the point of, you know, it wasn't like you could just have a normal conversation with her. You know what I mean? For months. And 
his companion was gone. Yeah. And my mom did so much for my dad. And not because my dad is the type of person who's like, fix my dinner and do this or do that. She was just, that's how she served Mm -hmm. him. You know what I mean? Like, she always prepared the food she always cleaned the house she always you know she would put his his toothpaste on his toothbrush at night and set it on the sink when no that's awesome and like you know what i mean i'm like people would be like i can't i would never and it's like no but she loved him that way that's how she loved that's how she served him right that's how she showed her that was her love language you know what i mean acts of service yeah and so when i realized that that my dad lost that. Mm-hmm. He lost someone who, you know, did everything for him, was his best friend, was was his companion. It was like, you know, he's lonely. He he doesn't he was in his fifties. You know what I mean? Yeah. Actually he was he was fifty. And not even that to the point that like, you know, people would say, because my dad's in the same place, but like right. Well, he just can't help himself. No, they, no. They're super great at right. being independent and cooking. My dad cooked right. and Oh, yeah, my dad can do everything himself. But it's like I forgot that, you know, Mm -hmm. that longing feeling for that companionship. You know what I mean? And when I saw it for what it was, like, he just wanted somebody to spend some time with. And I couldn't be upset with him for that. And I didn't want my dad to be alone. Right. I wanted him to move on. Of course, now, you know, my opinion, which doesn't matter. He doesn't have to take my opinion, was he could have waited a little longer, but he didn't. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, he didn't. And in that relationship did not last. And then he ended up meeting my stepmom. And now he's married to my stepmom, Susan, and it's it's just different. Like, one of my favorite things, and I hope if I'm ever in that situation, you know, as an adult, um, one of my favorite things about my stepmom is she always includes my mom in the conversation. Now, this blended family is a little different because our, our moms passed away. Now, some right. adult blended situations are they're a step-parent because your parents are divorced. Right. When this situation where our moms are gone— you know, I don't I don't know what I would do if my dad married someone who wasn't comfortable talking about my mom or, you know what I mean, like it was stepping on her toes if we brought up my mom. But like Susan, my stepmom, will even say to my dad, well, what did Danae used to do with this? Or right. how, what would Danae do, you know, and stuff like that and kind of just really brings cool. my mom. Right. Or like, you know, when you were growing up, Megan, what did your mom do? Like, and she right. wants to know, you know what I mean? Because Almost she's... Almost carry on her memory or her legacy Right. Like, Susan sees that as an opportunity. Yeah. When Susan has lost her parents. To honor, yeah, yeah. So she understands what it feels like to lose a parent. Well, and I think you brought up a good point. It's not because of divorce. Like, you're looking at somebody that right. lost their life. Right. And so you have the opportunity. Like, yeah, in a divorce situation, maybe Susan would not want to honor what right. your mom did. She'd because be like, I don't want to talk about maybe your Maybe it wasn't healthy <laughs> or whatever. But she's like... If she was still here, she would be mm-hmm. the great loving mom that she is. Right. And I want to carry that torch. And right. so good on Susan for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Like, yeah. well done. Well, and I know, I mean, you're a guy and I'm a girl. Yeah. So I know it's probably different it for a daughter for their dad to move on than yeah. it is for a son. And maybe not. And maybe it just depends on the situation. But like for me, you know, it just, I I was just protecting my mom and their relationship and all of these things, you know what I mean? But for a guy, you might be like, I don't want my dad to be alone. Like right. I want him to. Absolutely. And we'll touch on that after we thank our sponsors real quick. That's right. And our first one is the Encouraging Radio app. It is a free app. You can listen to seven different stations all in one app. Yep. There's four contemporary Christian, 
one Southern Gospel, a Positive Gold, which is all the hits from your childhood, and then if you are a Christmas junkie, yep. you can listen to Christmas music 24 hours a day, 365 days a year on The Gift. That's right, and that's the Encouraging Radio app. You can find that on any of your app stores, Google Play, Apple Store, all of them right there. Just search Encouraging Radio. And so, Meg, you do bring up a good point that it is different for a guy and a girl. So, right. I, you know, you're an only child, right. so you don't kind of see both yeah, sides. Yeah, so I don't get anybody else's opinion. Right. So, you know, I have a sister. She's nine years younger than me. Right. And so we lost my mom December of 2019. Fast forward December of 2020. Right. Dad kind of lets us know, hey, I've been hanging out with somebody. Right. He called it, I've been seeing someone, which I think is so sweet. <laughs> right. And like, well, just so you know what's right. happening. If someone would see him out and get back to And that's to you. 100% was right. why he was like, hey, listen, you know, we like to go get in the car, get a hot chocolate, and drive right. around and listen to music. And yeah. he's like, I'm like, great. Okay, right. But I th- And I think you hit the right point. It's different for a guy. Right. Because. Or different for a son than it is for a daughter. Right. And even for that, like, it's, if it was my mom, I think I would be the opposite of like, whoa. But like, as a son, knowing and being someone that's went through a divorce. Right. No, I didn't have the 30, 35 years like my parents had. Right. But even eight or nine, Mm -hmm. you know, you go from spending life, whether it's good or bad with someone, to being on your own. Yeah. There's a lot of silent time which is what i called it and that can be very (laughs) deafening yes and so here's my dad who for the last eight years before my mom passed away took care of her every single day right which is the hardest thing you'll ever do right so he went from the hardest thing he ever would do to the hardest hardest thing which is losing them yeah and so he was alone Mm -hmm. and as much as we want to be like well you don't need to go find someone because we'll be around and we'll Right. We have kids. Absolutely. It's a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And we've not, you know, and so he needs a companion. And right. so I just said, Dad, I'm happy for you. Right. You know, I think my sister took it a little more like you. And I get it. And, and, like, and, and, and know I get that it. that's okay. You know and what I mean? I get like, it. and that's why we're doing this episode. Right. Because so many people, I think, like, as adults, we don't think we're going to have to deal with this. You know what I mean? Like, right. we're grown. If our parents get in different relationships, yeah. well, who cares? We're <laughs> At grown. 38, I never thought I'd have to have a dating advice conversation <laughs> with my father. Right. Not for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I remember after my divorce how nervous I was to tell my parents. Right, that, that you started dating. dating, yeah. And so I got the emotion, right. I got the concern. Yeah. You know, He probably was like, I don't want them to think, right. like, I'm moving on too quick, I don't want to hurt their 100%. feelings, I don't <laughs> all he, the same things you would feel. All the same things. You know, and, and from the perspective of, you know, like, I didn't want to tell them because I didn't want them to, oh, goodness, you don't need to bring the boys around. Right. People. Same he didn't thing. want them to worry. And then, he, you know, he's having conversations, you know, I'd love for you to meet her. You know, I, I'm not going to mention her to the boys until you tell me it's okay. Right. And so he's been very respectful right. through the whole thing. It's just reversed it's of just how we so are, but weird. it is Can so I be weird. Honest? It well, is weird. and listen, here's one of the major, I think, differences in adults, you know, our parents, <laughs> adult children's parents going through this is we're not with our parents all the time. No. You know what I mean? Like, we live in separate homes now. Like, it's not like our children who are around their step-parent or the person we're dating, you know, all the time. It's parents who we maybe see once a week, if that. 
Yeah. And so we don't get to know that other person. So I think sometimes you have more reservations because it's like, I haven't spent much time with this person. You just see your dad moving quickly, but we forget they're spending a lot more time with this person than we are. Right. So in some instances, people are skeptical of like, hey, is this person trying to move in on my dad? And like, is, you know, am I going to lose my inheritance or whatever? I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that plays into this. And yeah, that and and what where does the new significant other, the person they're dating or like your dad, Mary. Right. What's their background? Because I think it's really interesting, mm-hmm. and we've not talked about this until this point. Susan yeah. doesn't have yeah. never been married. Susan has never. Okay, she's the same age a year shy, yeah. you know what I mean, of my dad. So their age is within the range of each other. But Susan had my stepmom. She had never been married, okay. and she had no children. Okay, so my dad, the person he's seeing, <laughs> right. had been married and right. had dated other right. men, obviously. Right. But none of them ever had kids. Right. So she's got to learn, just like Susan. Yeah. How to be a mom. How to be a mom. I mean, yeah, you're a mom of adult children, but it's like still. How to be a grandma. Right. What's your role? What What, part do I play? And so it's interesting that, you know, again, it's it's crazy. Like, almost identical. (laughs) And here, listen, my favorite thing that my stepmom will say to people, she's introducing me to people. She'll say, this is my daughter. Yeah. You know, if it's like a client or somebody, she'll say, this is my daughter. And she'll be like, Megan, she'll be like, but I didn't have, I got to skip all of the teenage years (laughs) and all the bad stuff. I just got to come in when she was grown and she gave me a grandbaby. (laughs) 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 So, you know what I mean? Like, she can find humor in it. Like, So, yeah. And so, you know, for you, it's. This is another layer on the blended for right. our families. Yeah. How do you facilitate a relationship for Tana? Right. How do you know, because a lot like Tana, Tana didn't get a right. lot of Tana years. Tana knew my mom for, you know, five, five and a half, six years. So my boy's got like, you know, eight years. Right. So it's the same thing. Now, how do I facilitate <laughs> this is, relationship yeah. when and it's they different. don't even know? It is just going to be like, different. You know is. what I mean? But. But that, you know, Susan does a good job, you know, reaching out to Tana and trying to be a part of her life and being involved in things like that. So the whole thing is complicated. It is just so crazy how different it is being the parent of a blended family and being the child in a blended family as an adult. Because we didn't get to do that when we were kids. No. We both are coming into this all new as adults with children in blended family. We are blended. We are blended. And blended. There's like three layers of blended here. But. You know, it's one of those things like you either you either realize these things mm-hmm. and learn to work through them and right. accept them or these are the type of th- you because you think about when it. learn from this could mistakes. be what is detrimental to your relationship with your parent. Right. The, your relationship. Yeah, with I could have pushed my dad away and him been like, well, fine, I'm going to go be with this person. I don't care. I'm an adult. And then that damaged would it could have damaged our relationship. Which then damages Tana's relationship. Right. Yeah, and so it's there. Yeah. You got. Sometimes, listen, at the end of the day, it's just about swallowing some pride. Right. You know, was yeah. it eating just some crow? To just love and love yeah. well and through things that maybe, look, it might be too soon for you, but remember that. It's not your decision. And you've never been in, I mean, maybe you have been in this situation, right. but you know what I mean? For my, for my part, I had never, I'd never lost my spouse. You know and, what I mean? And worst case scenario, if it had been too soon for your dad, what would you have had to do? Pick up the help him pick up the right. pieces. And that's love part him, of supporting. a relationship. And if he <laughs> and if he hadn't dated, right, you would have had to love him and help him pick up right. the pieces. So the worst case scenario is the same. <laughs> yeah, 
but still the, doing the same thing. The just perks for of reasons. this yeah. person stepping into his life and, right. and comforting and encouraging and helping him get through is way greater than I'm going to have to do it either way right. if it doesn't work out or if he doesn't do it at all. That's right. And so, you know, just Patience. be patient <laughs> and just accept. And understanding. Yeah. Like, step back. I know, listen, if you are, if you're going through it right now and you're mad, I get it. Yeah. I was so upset, so hurt. I just was like, the hurt I thought he was doing to my mother who had passed, like, I felt that so deep. But then after really thinking about being in that situation, just understanding and just stepping back and being like, first of all, it's not my place to judge. If he, the next day, if he wanted to go out, then... You know, that's his decision. Like, yeah. and he's still my dad. I still love him. I'm still going to be there for him. Just like I want my children to know I'm going to do the same for them. And see, my dad had learned because he he was from a blended family. His, his mom right. and dad got divorced. So he had seen that side of it. But then my mom's mom, so my grandmother died mm-hmm. when I was like right born. Right. Like, never met her. Right. And so my grandfather started dating and my dad said he watched my mom. Get upset. Get upset and go through all those things. So he knew what was going to happen, potentially with my sister or me. Right. And so, you know, he tries to handle the best. He wants to shelter you from that. Right. And so, you know, it's just one of those difficult situations. Um, But at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. I think... I just it hope is we've what been, it is. I was going to say, I just hope we've been able to give you a perspective on it. Right. Or to just reassure you if you are feeling, if you're going through it, you know, if it's fresh to you, those feelings of anger and being mad and hurt, like, those are normal. And, like, and I'm not telling you to get over it, like, but I'm just, you know, you just have to go through it. And yep. then hopefully realize and just really look into the intentions Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know my dad loved my mom with everything. Nobody could ever say he didn't take care of her, just like I'm sure your dad, yep. until the very end. You know what I mean? And he did her, He did right by her. Yep. So what he has done after her doesn't reflect at all on their relationship yep. and how he loved her. Absolutely. You said it perfectly there. It does not represent how much he loved my mother no. or didn't love my mother. You, the actions that he had for those eight years he took care of her Absolutely. speak louder than any words Absolutely. or new relationship. Yep. This is where life has taken him. Mm-hmm. And so we just accept it That's and right. support him and love him through. Yep. Um, so before we end today, uh, we, we did have a question today. John from Washington, West Virginia writes in and says, hey, listen, I don't like arguing in front of my kids, okay. but my wife doesn't mind it. No. And we're at a bypass. What do we do? And so, John, I get it. The kids. No, I, I don't know. I have a different perspective. <laughs> do you? I think. Okay. I do. I, okay. So there is, there is ugly arguing. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. There's healthy arguing, disagreeing. Right. You said something earlier, and it kind of I was like, oh, I need to remember that. Right. You said you never saw your parents argue. Never. Do you think that benefits you as an adult now? In and how? How to argue? Correct. Right. No. I don't. See, I'm the same way. You know what I mean? My, like, my parents rarely argued. I, I can't. Maybe and, on one and hand. And for my kid, it's the complete opposite. You know, she saw ugly arguing between yep. me and her dad. So even the slightest disagreement in front of her, though, causes her anxiety. Right. Because she she's afraid she it will escalate, mm-hmm. escalate to that with my husband now. You know, so yep. just therapy and stuff has helped her learn, like, hey, all arguments don't have to be ugly. Right. <laughs> and so, John... Our approach in my house is we try not to argue in front of the right. kids. It's going to happen. You can disagree. Let's not yell and yeah. 
obscenities yeah, and <laughs> don't you know the bad habits of arguing the cutting deep and those things right. that you learn no, about you don't want to don't do that. that but if we do argue in front of the kids once we kind of take our break we get yeah. calmed down we work it out whatever let we, them see you make up we bring them in and we mm-hmm. let them see hey everything's fine yeah here's what we learned here's what you could take away from this right this was the disagreement at the end of the day we're family and we're going to work this out yeah and nobody's going to leave. Nobody's right. getting upset. People and have so, a hard time with healthy arguing. Right. And so, John, <laughs> a lot of people. I don't know your situation. Maybe yeah. there's some boundaries that need placed in how you argue. Right. Maybe that's where you start with your mm-hmm. wife is like, hey, you know, I think I would be more comfortable if we worked on the boundaries of our arguments. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to go to some counseling and figure right. some of those things out. Yeah, if you don't know how to do it. And tell her, you know, hey, when we get to the point that we argue fair, if we argue in front of the kids, I will be fine as mm-hmm. long as we sit down and we have a conversation with them afterwards to say, hey, right. this is what happened. Yeah, this is normal. This is what caused it. <laughs> this is normal. Yeah. Because I think there is a fairy tale land. Oh, exa- I mean, I'm not exaggerating yeah. when I do- cannot pinpoint one time I ever saw my parents have a crossword with each other. Now, I know I never saw it, but I can remember... Like at night going to the bathroom. Well, now that I'm an adult, I know it had to have happened. And then hearing them argue in their bedroom at night. Like they waited all day to Uh have this argument, which is not healthy. No. Because then you start playing all these crappy first drafts and you start start spinning and twisting and and, and spiraling. Playing a monologue in your mind. And so what could have been done in 30 seconds of a Mm -hmm. chat this afternoon that might have been passionate, that might, in my family, Lord, we're loud, you know, could be loud, has (laughs) now turned into something that. You're going to lose sleep over. Right. You've lost anxiety and all stuff, sorts of stuff all day today. And so, John, that's our advice. That's Again, right. it doesn't Hopefully fit for everybody. <laughs> maybe, right. maybe. Well, and good point. Like my, like you said, did it help me? No, because then I got into a marriage where I didn't know how to fight good or bad. Right. So I just went for the bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And that's so. not healthy not either. Not healthy, no. So at the end of the day, figure out what works for you and your wife, John. Thanks for that question. Hey, if you want to write a question in or you want to be a part of the conversation we have or maybe you've got a topic, hey, this would be something I'd like to hear about. Yeah. You can follow us on Facebook. It's facebook.com backslash blended podcast. Right. Or on Instagram at the blended underscore podcast. And you can write each one, you know, DM us in either one of those places. Yeah. But maybe uh, you're not on social media. Yeah. You just want to text Amazing in Amazing for you. But you want to text it in. You text us at 855-592-5536. Yep. And that comes right to our phone, and yep. we'd be glad to chat with you, take Absolutely. your question to the air. And, you know, our hope one day is to have a bunch of questions that you guys can follow along with and be a part of. And yep. Because we don't have it all figured out. Yeah, and we need some help, too. We're, <laughs> Listen, still, in, we're, we're still in this. We're blended on top of blended <laughs> with right. a little side of blended, if <laughs> you haven't heard today. All right, guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening to The Blended Podcast with Megan and Derek, a positive alternative radio production. If you enjoyed the show, please take a moment to subscribe and rate us wherever you get your podcasts. You can learn more at walkfm.org.